Did you know I have three number one best-selling books on Amazon? So regardless of your level, there's a book for you. Psychic Senses, How to Develop Your Intuition, Psychic and Medium Gifts, Leap of Faith, How to Build Your Own Spiritual Practice, and Coffee with Colby, 365 Cups of Fresh Brewed Spirit Messages. So regardless of your level, there's a book for you. Give one as a gift, keep one for yourself. You can find them on Amazon or my website, colbyrebel.com. like a star but only strictly where i'm famous i'm in this foot along this hall like we'll see where it takes us i'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless because because this career i chose was even riskier than vegas yo hello hello everybody and welcome back to the colby rebel show i am your host colby rebel and tonight we have a very, very special guest in store for you. I've been very, very excited to have this amazing, amazing guest here with us. She is a fantastic healer, author. She's a hypnotherapist. Uh, she really works a lot as a champion for healing that goddess within, healing those past traumas really helping us live our best lives. She's extremely motivational. She's an inspirational speaker. She has her own podcast. So she really is a full-on rock star. Also, is totally into yoga, which is always fantastic, how people can bend and twist in all those wonderful ways. And most of all, she really brings that level of expertise and that experience to you, to help you, to help understand how can we heal, how can we grow. So my guest is Courtney Hansen. She is a best-selling author, a podcast host. She's a yoga instructor, a Reiki master, a hypnotherapist, trauma somatics healer, inspirational speaker. She really is absolutely about helping women heal the wounds and live their best life, live their purpose. So please put your hands together and let's just welcome Courtney Hansen here. Here we go, everybody. <laughs> Hi there, Courtney. How are you? Fabulous. How are you? I'm doing so well. I am so grateful to have you on the show tonight with me. Thank you so much for putting time aside. And um, really excited for us to kind of dive into what you do and how you help people. Absolutely. I'm super excited to be here. I was so sad when we were on our trip and we had to reschedule. Um, so a little bit about what I do is I actually just recently moved to a brick and mortar, but I've been online for quite some time. I wrote a book during COVID called Within, Yes, all about sacred archetypes within us and how to truly embody them because there was this problem that I was seeing through COVID. We were all sitting with ourselves and all these traumas were really coming to surface and starting to bubble. And people had no idea how to deal with it, how to self-heal, how to cope, anything. And so it was resulting in these beautiful spiritual awakenings that are messy and <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Just and so I really just for the collective wanted to bring something that was tangible 
for people to walk themselves through what they needed when they needed it. And that's how Within came to be. And my own personal story, I had searched for something like this and I couldn't find anything. It was like there was a ton of gatekeeping or I could find a bit of this and a bit of that, but it all wasn't in one spot. Yeah. So did you find that that calling, it was, do you, do you feel like that was spirit inspired to kind of have this book come in and have this book come through you to kind of help and share with others? Absolutely. And I was actually, you know, I kind of started the beginning of it by accident. Um, it was my real trauma therapy letters from when I almost lost everything and went into trauma therapy. And it was my own personal healing letters. And I was like, I'm just going to save these so I can look back on them and see how far I've come and see what I've done. And then after I got done, I was like, I need to do something with this. Like other people need to know how to do this. And so I had no intention of ever sharing those personal letters with the world, <laughs> but here we are. Yeah. But it's, have you, have you found, what is that feedback then though? Have you found that people really appreciate your vulnerability and your truth as you are helping them connect? Absolutely. And, you know, I feel like when we're first going through a traumatic situation or when we're first on our healing journey, it's very vulnerable, right? We feel like we're like on an island alone and it's so not alone there. Everyone has something. And now having talked to thousands of women, I know that everyone has a story <laughs> yeah. and here is not what's happening inside. And so the amount of people that came to me and said either I'm going through the same thing, I've been through this, I'm struggling with alcoholism, I've done this, I made this mistake, it was, I was just baffled. Yeah. Courtney, I remember, you know, you were saying that you had your own, your own trauma, your own experience and your own sense of darkness, that period of darkness and anxiety and depression. And you seem to talk about that so freely. So do you mind just sharing that a little bit with our listeners so they can say, look, this, you've been through this. And what was your aha moment, that awakening moment of, of what got you through all of that as well? Absolutely. Um, so I had a very traumatic childhood in general, and it was um, not until my 30s, I was pregnant with my third son. And I'd always kind of just push through. I was taught to just push through. My trauma was never discussed. Yeah, I went to counselors, but it was the ones that were like, how do you feel about this at 10? You're not going to explain <laughs> your feelings, right? Um, so mm -hmm. <laughs> moving forward in my 30s, I got pregnant with my son and we had tried and tried for him and he finally came and I got so sick, like completely puking every single day, sick, exhausted. I went from being this mommy blogger, influencer, Pinterest extraordinaire. I had an Etsy shop making things and everything on the outside looked really good. I had the house, I had the cars, I had the firefighter husband, like everything looked great. And inside I was dying. I was miserable. I was drinking wine every single night because it was acceptable mm -hmm. and everyone does it. And I live in a small town and that's what the moms would do. They would go have wine nights. And so then I couldn't be a part of that because I was pregnant. And I was sick. And so I ended up, I couldn't work. And my husband ended up shortly after um, I got pregnant, found out that he had a promotion. So he was going to be gone for a few months. Well, then my son came two months early, premature. Oh, no. So I had a C-section. So I had this major hormone drop when I'm already severely not well. And then he went to the NICU 
Now, I at the time did not know this, but had a severe trauma bond codependency with my children. I could not survive without them. I was the helicopter mom. Like, I lived vicariously through them. I would get anxiety if I was away from them. Like, it was a very unhealthy relationship. So when my son was brought into the NICU, I felt like I was going to die. And I sat alone in this hospital and I just kept getting more and more depressed. Well, at the time, I didn't really believe in postpartum depression, nor did I know much about it. And um, when we went home without him from the hospital and he had to stay in the NICU, I was devastated. I'll never forget. Like, we literally drove home and the first thing I did was pour a glass of wine oh. and start drinking. And so I, I just couldn't cope. And I decided, I was like, okay. I have to be strong through this. I have to be good. And so I pushed and I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And fast forward, I had an ex pop up while my husband was gone. My son came home and um, we got in this new normal of me trying to survive while he was gone at work, trying to provide for our family. And an ex had messaged me and we started what at first was an emotional affair and it turned to more and I got caught and my life crumbled and I couldn't deal with the guilt and the shame. And so what did I do? I started drinking more and I was drinking literally like, you know, those big barefoot wine bottles, like oh. two of those suckers. And wow. Just to like, Oh, so if right. you think about it, that's like what glasses is wine. That's a lot. That's a lot. And so yeah. I was every single night. And then it got to the point, I mean, we had, you know, roller coasters of trying to work it out, trying to figure it out. And I just kept spiraling and, I was watching this spiral of self-sabotage that I was causing my family. And I woke up one morning and I was like, you know what? I can't do this to them. I can't cause them the same trauma that my parents caused me. I'm going to remove myself from the situation and go kill myself. And they're young enough. They won't really remember. And my husband can move on. I'll be happy and I won't hurt anyone anymore. And so I went and checked into a Holiday Inn and I had planned to just drink until I didn't wake up. And in that room, I was down on my knees, I was crying, I was screaming, and my grandmother, who was the only healthy person for me growing up, came through, and it was my, I used to be able to connect to the other side, and was very spiritual when I was younger, and I turned off the gifts when I had kind of a scary experience happen when I was about 11, Yeah, and I shut it all. Well, this god-awful scent of passion perfume that she wore, <laughs> came flying through and I was all, what? And it's a very distinct smell. Mm -hmm. And she told me I wasn't done. And granted, I had to keep pushing for like four more days, right? Because I had to prove a point and yeah. I'm stubborn. Um, but after that point, I agreed that I would go see a, my husband at the time had found a trauma therapist and he didn't know what to do at this point. He's like, this is beyond me. I can't help. Um, and so I agreed to, agreed to go to this trauma therapist and I got hooked up with this woman who inspired me to go back to school, connected me back to my gifts, brought me home to spirituality. And she was so inspirational and she, my whole life I had carried this, um, shame and guilt that everything was my fault and yeah. passive and I'd become this major people pleaser and I didn't know who I was anymore. And so she had given me the freedom and permission slip to reinvent myself. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. Wow. I mean, what a powerful, what a powerful story. And are you still with your husband? Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, what a remarkable story of growing together and forgiveness and forgiveness for both of you, right? Forgiveness of 
you know, you forgiving yourself, him forgiving. It's, it's got to be difficult. But yeah. look at that healing and what came from the other side of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so now, you know, now you have a voice and it's loud. It's proud. You really help to empower others. Explain to me, you know, what is the trauma somatics healing? What does that look like? Uh, you know, what do you do for someone? How does someone tap into that? If you don't mind just sharing that with us. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought it'd be super cool if we actually did a little exercise together that people can practice. Um, so yes. trauma somatics in general, our mind and body are connected, but Western society likes to separate them. Um, but physiological, emotional, mental are all one. If one's out of balance, the other one's going to be out of balance. Now with trauma, a lot of times we hold trauma in something called the psoas muscle. And the psoas muscle connects our upper and lower body. So that's where you hear people doing hip releases or shoulder releases because it's a connect joints where those are the connecting points. So with somatics, you can literally, let's say that you've gone through therapy, but you're still just feeling stuck. You're feeling heavy. These patterns are popping up. Certain behaviors continue to happen and you're not sure why. It can actually be stored physiologically in your body and it has to go somewhere. And so what somatics does is it is different exercises that you can do to relieve what's stuck, the trapped energy within the body. Oh, fantastic. Can you give us an example of one of those exercises? Yes. So I thought that we would do a womb healing exercise because yes. so many people have some sort of sacral trauma. So super simple. One, you probably want to be somewhere that people aren't around and away from neighbors because they may come knocking. Um, <laughs> but you'll cross-legged, so I could take my shoes off here. So you'll want to sit cross-legged. You can be on a couch, you can be in your car, you can be on a ground, wherever you want to be. And, you and you're going to place them like so, a little diamond, right on your womb. And you're going to push gently and start to visualize golden light closing down your eyes as you start to breathe deeply. Fast forward, once you tap into that energy, you start to feel that heat, then you're going to begin to push. So on the inhale, you go, on the exhale, you're going to go, and push out of your diaphragm. Now, some people will immediately start crying, some people immediately will feel the need to like tear you just let out whatever is there and naturally wants to release within you wow that's pretty powerful so and do you find like a lot of people really find healing from from doing this exercise oh yes it's incredible wow a lot of people lighter almost right afterwards and then to if you want to do something afterwards, you can always do, if you have a mother wound, which is, you know, you had a mom that wasn't around, there's drama with the mom, something is there with your mother. Um, you can cross your fingers like this, place them so your fingertips are on your collarbone and start to tap back and forth. And this actually symbolizes the mother's heartbeat when we're in the womb and creates a sense of peace and calming. Because afterwards, after you do this exercise, some things get stirred up and get emotional. This can just bring our nervous system back down. Oh, nice. That's very good. So it's, it's kind of interesting to see, you know, I think you do retreats and circles and things like this, just helping people kind of come together and taking them on this. 
what would be, if you can remember, maybe one of your favorite stories about a client that you worked with or their journey or their story? Yeah, um, probably. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I had a client had a lot of energy stuck within their solar plexus. And so coming underneath of the rib cage, there's a massage that you can do where you take your four fingers and you literally kind of wrap it under to massage from the upper part all the way down, back and forth. And they were having a lot of troubles maintaining jobs, holding confidence really to maintain anything in their life. And they did this and they had a huge release emotionally, crying, screaming, everything. And it can be kind of scary at first if you're not in a safe space that someone's holding for you. Um, but after he did this, it was, I think a few months later that he had his like dream job and was helping other men now and leading men's circles and doing all this work. And I was like, oh wow. my God. Wow, that's pretty fantastic. That's amazing. It's nice to see that when you help someone on their path and just to have them change and kind of step into their purpose, right? Yeah. Oh, I said I love the domino effect. Like that's the whole point yeah. of healing. You heal one person and then they go heal someone and it just keeps going. How does your family feel, your kids and spouse and family, how do they feel about the work that you, you do now? Oh, they're my biggest cheerleaders. So my husband and me put my holistic healing center together. Um, he was kind of the brains behind the like design and everything and super into it. And my husband actually is very spiritual as well. And so it's really, really nice because we've both been on this healing journey together and we both really were different people when we were married. And it's really cool because it's kind of like falling in love again with this new person that you know you're creating this life together same path which makes it really easy yeah. and it's been magic for my children because my children get to see and we've been very open about everything with them um but they get to see that it's okay to fail in life build yeah. at any point in time wow and, and i think that's really good and i feel like you know, it's teaching the, the kids to also not be afraid to step into their purpose or not be afraid to communicate when something's wrong, right? Have you, are they all very expressive, your, your kids? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very spirited. Uh, my middle daughter actually uh, is to the other side, can see spirits, comes to our moon circles. Oh. Does <laughs> we encourage it a thousand percent. Oh, I love it. That's amazing, right? That's really cool. That's really cool. So what are your, your goals now? You said you have a brick and mortar. Is that just going to go ahead and just kind of take what you've done online and now just put it into that physical space for yourself, for your community? Yeah, I just felt so called to have real connection this year. Yeah. And so um, I'm doing this for a while. Hopefully, eventually, I can have someone manage it. And I'm really getting back into um, hosting retreats. We're going to Costa Rica in November wow. and things like that. Because so, I have to travel or I get real, like, trapped feeling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's amazing. And I, I feel like what what's the best part of working with people you find? Is it the healing? Is it the traveling with them? Is it the vulnerability, the transformation? What do you think really is the most rewarding for you? I think, oh my gosh, I'm like a hot mess all week, but it's because the, the moon's coming. Um, <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I think it's the transformation. I think it's seeing people come, I hate to say the word broken because I don't think anyone needs fixed, but yeah. uh, it's seeing people become so helpless with nowhere to turn, their resources are dry, and they feel like there's no end in sight to watching them step into this bad bitch and this, you know, yeah. totally impact totally being this beautiful version of themselves and it's I feel like the most fulfilling thing you know it's neat is it's almost as if you know I don't know if you've thought of this but it's almost as if you create this virtual womb for the people to come to you give them that nurturing and that love and that care that maybe they hadn't had uh growing up I've never thought of it that way. I like it, though. I'm going to reuse that at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, you can just see that that's why it's so so symbolic for everything that, that you do, right? Because now you you are that for, for those that need it. So, and uh, so I feel like uh, we've got another book coming out. So have we started that book? That's just me tuning in, I'm just saying. <laughs> so have we started that book? <laughs> yes. So I have a new book that's going to be coming out in the next year or so, and it's actually going to be all about neuroscience of trauma and how our brains actually process, but in really simplistic forms, because I feel like we need a tangible form that we can grasp it onto. And I really like to make exercises that are fun and doable for people. Right. I mean, that's pretty Im incredible. So do you, you also use hypnotherapy? So you see clients one-on-one, -on -one, correct? I mean, I know you do your, you do your, uh, the retreats and obviously, like I said, we're going to talk about the podcast, but you, you see clients one-on-one -on -one and you just kind of take them through different aspects of what, where that healing is and maybe what would work best for them. Yeah. So I do a lot of different modalities. So when someone comes to me, we kind of go over what their story is first and then i can energetically feel where they're at what they're going to be resistant to what they're going to be more open to so out feeling that out then i suggest you know maybe we do a past life regression maybe we do hypnotherapy maybe we do trauma therapy for a couple months maybe we do some really playing with these different modalities because it's not a one-size-fits-all and everyone is wired so differently yeah. And so I think that's where I do tap into my intuition is really deciding what people is it's, it's going to actually have that transformative effect on. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, I, I mean, definitely. And have you found too, that since, you know, I know you mentioned the, the, the therapist helped you kind of get back into your intuition and things like that. But do you find now that maybe that because things are, are more clear and all more pure for you, more in alignment, that your intuition is just kind of going off the rail? Do you find it just being pretty crazy? Yes. Yeah. It, yeah when it first came back, I had to really take a lot of like self-care time. Yeah. <laughs> because I my marbles. Um, and now I just embrace it. When I get the downloads, I used to not listen to them and be like, no. And now I'm like, okay, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard sometimes because, again, we we may uh, are afraid to trust it, right, or afraid what's going to – but the more we start to do it and trust it and, and have it come out, I feel like, you know, then it can only get stronger. 
But, it, you know, there is a sense where, you know, there are things that we put into our body that will lower that vibration, right? And, and a lot of times, too, when we, maybe when we don't want to face reality, you know, maybe when we want to live in, in a space of non-reality in a way, right? Our intuition will become dimmed. So it's pretty beautiful that it's awake and it's aware. And, you know, you seem too, because, you know, you look at your Instagram and everything. I mean, you're just so, literally, you really are embodiment of mind, body, spirit, right? You're eating, your your yoga, your teachings, your words, your podcast. It, you, you really, you can tell that is not just a, a, a mantra for you. It literally is your way of living and your way of sharing and your way of healing as well. So, I mean, I bet you so many people, you know, for you, you know, it was alcohol. For other people, it could be substances. For other people, it could be food. There's all sorts of things, you know, that we would do to ourselves, right? To, to self-sabotage, you know? Do you look back now on your life and go, okay, wait, why did I self, why was I self-sabotaging? I mean, do you go deep into that? Oh yeah. It's Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) All things, right? Well, for me, it was that I was never held space. I was raised in a house that was, you know, I say I was raised by a very, you know, overbearing kind of aggressive male. And it was, you know, I, you're spoke when spoken to, I say, jump, say how high and you keep your mouth shut and you do what you're supposed to do. And so when I was a teenager, I rebelled hard and my parents would just send me away, like rehab to rehab for like things like smoking weed or, so then I just got into lines, you know, all the teenage stupid stuff that you do. And it kind of just spiraled. And as I got older, I fell into these relationships. Um, And one, I had a huge problem with commitment. Like my husband's the first person I ever said, I love you to. I couldn't even say the word. I know. <laughs> and so with relationships, I was falling into these relationships with men that were like my dad and they were unhealthy and I was made to be this big and I was, they were all very controlling relationships. And so breaking out of that and having my husband now who is very empowering and very like anything I want to do is like, how can I help, you know, within reason, <laughs> but you know, kind of plays along with me. and. To have that and to be empowered, I just needed that permission slip to not self-sabotage. I needed that to know that I was worth a good life because I always was trying to punish myself for the mistakes that I made when I was younger. And it was like this constant like, oh, you don't deserve that. And when I actually started doing mindset work, I realized how mean I was to myself. And the things I would say inside were horrific. Yeah, it's also a sense, too, of you probably didn't have a sense of really being able to be who you were growing up if you had to worry about, you know, speak when spoken to or all the other rules that would have been there. And I'm sure you probably wanted to test your husband or that relationship of, like, you know, love and just being yourself, right? But now it must be so bonded and loving that to go, wait a second, this is what selfless love Mm -hmm. is. You having your kids, loving them unconditionally, that difference, your spouse loving each other unconditionally. Like, I think it's a whole 
whole sense of maturity. It, it, it really is was one of those most beautiful lessons in life, don't you think? Oh, yes. And just to have the safety, if you will, to, you know, and a lot of times when we have childhood trauma, we go into these relationships not feeling safe or not feeling worthy. And to be able to realize that there is safety in being vulnerable and having that space to be vulnerable, I think everyone needs desperately. Yeah. So what happens when you get triggered today? How do you handle getting triggered? Because you still, we, we all must get triggered, right? Even if we've healed past traumas. So how would you, how would you approach being triggered? I would say that parenthood is like the most spiritual thing you can do because I feel like I am triggered daily. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, I have worked, like I, I really took, you know, time. And like, I always tell people, people say, oh, well, when do you know that you're healed? And I like to say, you know, well, it's it's not a necessarily when you're healed. I think we're constantly learning lessons till the day that we die. But I think it's the day that you feel free, yeah. and you can respond versus react. Oh, that's and great. I think for me, that's the biggest thing is I now know. And granted, I'm human. I mess up all the time. And but I know now that when I get to a certain level. There are certain things that I need to do. And for me, a huge thing is breath. Like our breath is magic and it helps in the moment. And there are some other coping skills that I use. And um, I'm really blessed too that I I get to work with people that are in it every day. And so it reminds me how far I've come in my own personal journey and that I'm capable of pouring into other people now because I make sure that my cup stays full. Yeah, that's so, so important. Do you mind, is there another exercise that you could share with us either about forgiveness or going deep or about releasing anything else that you think might be helpful for our listeners to go, okay, wait a second, let me try this as well. Yeah, absolutely. So a really cool one that you can really regulate your nervous system when you're feeling triggered and you're in the moment, right? So when we're younger and we are mad that we can't have the chocolate bar at the checkout line. We can throw a tantrum and that's acceptable. Well, that's our triggers literally getting out of our body. We're shaking, we're moving, we're getting it out. Well, as we get older, we can't really like throw a tantrum on the grocery store floor. It's kind of frowned upon, right? <laughs> so there are two things that I do daily and I swear they have been game changers for me. So when I wake up, I shake. Um, so whether that's to music, whether that's when I get out of the shower, but literally standing up and not just intuitively just shaking your body, starting from your arms, going all the way to your feet and just shaking it for like two minutes, right? We don't have to make it complicated. And then the other one that's huge is you come up with a five word mantra. It can be whatever it is for what you're going through. So, um, you can do, I am so brave. We'll use that one. And so I'm sure you guys can do better though. (laughs) But you take your thumb and your pointer and you go, I am so brave. I am so brave. Now what you're doing is you are literally, so we have these neural pathways in our brain, right? It's like a highway system. And when we get pissed off or we get triggered, the highway system starts to get all flooded and crazy and cars start going everywhere. What this does is when the mantra puts a pause immediately to that friction on the highway, and then two, you're physiologically tapping 
which if you do EFT, you know yeah. that it balances your system almost immediately. And here's the cool thing. You can do it sitting right now. No one knows that I'm doing it. I could do it under a table. I could do it in a fight with my husband and he would have no idea what I'm doing. I could <laughs> do it with my, you know, so it's really a way that you can reset your body without anyone knowing that you're doing and you're not screaming, pushing on your womb. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really fantastic exercise. It's also, that's kind of an exercise. I might take that one because that's a really great exercise you could do too. When your, your monkey mind, your little ego starts to give you some negative self, right? You know, I think it could definitely help you start to reprogram that as well. Just, you know, helping us like not go down that rabbit hole that we can sometimes go down, you know? Absolutely. So let's, let's talk about your podcast, right? Because you have this amazing podcast that just helps thousands of people. Tell us about the podcast. Tell us what inspired you. Uh, to start it. And, and let's just kind of hear a little bit about it. Yeah. So the podcast started really right when I did my healing journey. And it's funny, I kind of cringed when I go back, I can't listen to like the first (laughs) episode. But the podcast started because originally, it was um, helping women. um, So entrepreneurs step into their soul's purpose. And then once I got trained in trauma and kind of shifted my career path and things changed, I totally shifted and I started finding women who, like you, are experts and really know their stuff. And I wanted it to be this space that people could go necessarily for one niche because I'm a manifesting generator and I squirrel hard, so I need my guests, right? Like all the (laughs) bring these different like gifts of yeah. you know intuition or healing and I, I really hear different perspectives on topics about stories and how they healed and I wanted it to be this safe space that people could go to and be like oh I've been through that and I wanted an episode could really be like like that's me that's me I'm going through that you know my car or whatever and I would be like yes yes like, I feel that's what I wanted to deliver and when you're just on your spiritual path, it's it's kind of overwhelming. You know? Yeah. Um, and with, with social media, I was like, I want somewhere that people can know, know that they're realers to real questions from real raw people. Yeah. No, that's really that's really brave, and it's really great. And I'm sure that's why the listeners keep coming back, right? Because it is so relatable. Tell us about some projects that you have coming up. Uh, where is the brick and mortar, by the way? Auburn, California. Okay. Yes. So we just now actually opened last week. So it's been quite the journey the past six months. And right now I'm currently working on the next book and really getting this space off the ground and just the doors open for people that need it. There's nothing else for hundreds of miles where I live. So I feel it was very much needed as much as I hate to be stationary, but I can yeah. do it. <laughs> no, you can do it. Maybe we'll have to do a workshop there or something, right? Just to really oh, like help I, people. Yes. That would yeah. be super cool. But it's, a uh, you know, for you, for this third book, you know, the writing a book is a labor of love. Uh, I know you know that. And, um, but I feel yes, like this next book really is going to just dive in deeper as to really, I think, helping people 
understand where does it all stem from, right? Where, where does the trauma stem from and what can we do? And again, kind of using these programs to help us change, to help us heal. You know, I, I believe at least partly, um, I'm a very logical person. So sometimes I don't want to blame everything on having a purpose, but I do believe that we, we go through trauma so that we can learn how to overcome it or at least survive it and work through it so that we can help others, you know, and you know, how are you to help someone if you haven't been through something? Right. So I think that there's a part of that, that journey that, um, is, is part of our print in a way, right. It's part of that path. And, uh, but it's so beautiful to kind of see like such this whole 180 of turning around. So I think that's, you offer so much hope to people as well. Just what a sense of hope and inspiration, right? It's like so many people must go, well, if Courtney did it, I can do it. Like I can do it too. You know, don't you think like, because I mean, I feel like you didn't quit no matter what, right? You didn't, you didn't, you just were like, all right, let me just, that deep fighter in you just kept going. Right. And Maybe that's just a part of that inspiration that you offer as well. Don't you think that motivation, inspiration of like, hey, this is how we do it. And it's like one foot. Oh, I just saw if you don't, you know, here's a, I just had an idea come in. Uh, can I share it with you? Another little inspirational yeah. thing. Okay. So Mel Robbins wrote the five second rule. I feel like you're going to write another book that is something, maybe not that, but it is going to be something like that where it's going to be very, very motivational, inspirational, like a, 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 a hit it hard, no, no BS to it. I feel like there's going to be something like that that comes out too. Oh my gosh. I love that you said that. Cause that's kind of the style of my next book. Oh, good. <laughs> <It's a> very... <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I haven't told you this Colby. <laughs> <laughs> How great though. Right. It, it feels like it's going to be so fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I said it is a labor of love. You're always terrified in the creation process. Like, am I delivering the right things? Am I listening to the right downloads? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I think just kind of uh, the positivity that you bring. And I, it's the positivity. It's the practic practicality. But it's also the tools, right? It, it's easy to kind of say, oh, it's a wonderful life. But when you take them through and give them tools that they can have when you're not around, when you're not there, when they're not listening to the podcast. I think that that's what really helps them have that transformation, that deep, deep connection and transformation, yeah. which is great. Do you ever just sit back and just give yourself credit and be very proud of yourself? Do you take time to do that for you? Yeah, it's funny. I always tell everyone, like my big thing is that when you have worked so hard at something to celebrate yourself and I'm all about, because before I really struggled with having fun. Like my idea of fun is playing Barbies with my daughter. And for me that, I mean, that's fun, but I had to have adult fun that didn't involve partying or drinking. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I had to relearn all that. So Anytime, small or big, <laughs> I will make my entire family go celebrate with me because we're super tight and do everything together anyways. But we went on a month-long RV trip and we, you know, for the studio open and like little things, you know, like I fell in love with paddleboarding. So we'll go paddleboarding or we'll go out to dinner. We'll 
big snore, but I am so big on, I feel like you channel so much more clarity and direction when you're in that vibration of joy mm. and fun and balance because, and I can easily swing into workaholic mode. And so I have to check myself and be like, okay, so I have color codes on my calendar <laughs> and grape is the color of me, fun time, right? So if I don't see a lot of grape on that calendar, like I know I'm not balanced. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's a great idea. That's a really great idea. You know, because then it's very visual to kind of like take stock of where you are and how much are you kind of dedicating to your fun time as well? Because, and it's also, you know, it's so important because by having that fun, you're way more rejuvenated for work anyway. And the inspiration will step in as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. So Courtney, please tell our listeners uh, where they can find you. Website, social media handles, podcast. Yeah, so really I'm super simple. Everything is at The Sweetest Little Life. So Instagram, The Sweetest Little Life. Website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Facebook, same. And um, podcast, The Sweetest Little Life. <laughs> so, I love it. Try and make it here. easy. Let me show them your book here. Uh, you guys, here you go. This is Within, Healing Through Sacred Feminine Archetypes. Awaken the Goddess Within. I don't think there could ever be a better cover on the planet. That thing <laughs> is so amazing. But also just, just really beautiful. And... Uh, you guys can get it on Amazon. You can get it on her website. Please subscribe to her podcast. Also, check out the retreats, right? I mean, we've got one coming up, it sounds like. Tell us a little bit about that retreat, if you don't mind, Courtney. Yes. So we are going to Costa Rica the beginning of November. So hot springs, hiking, all about healing, and really just coming home within yourself, finding that balance again, finding that inner strength. We'll be going through archetypal healing through it. And this one's a lot more um, introverted, if you will. So we have a few fun outings, but a lot of it is just time to go within and kind of recalibrate. Oh, fantastic. Well, I just want to thank you so much for being here, for sharing your amazing story, your book, your gifts. And uh, I just can't wait to say, I can't wait for all the validation to come in for those things that are just waiting for you right on the other side of that horizon, right? You, you're working so hard and you deserve it and helping so many people. So it's very, very exciting to watch. And, and thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you, Colby, so much. This was so much fun. Uh, I'm so glad. And you have a beautiful night. Enjoy. And, uh, and I'll see you soon. Okay. You too. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Colby rebel show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at psychic rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.